Hello, and welcome to Here's the Thing with Robbie and Jose, where we explore relationships through a male and female perspective. With me, as always, is the lovely Robbie. Hello, Jose. Hello. How are you? I'm well. How are you doing? I'm well, thank you. I'm excited <laughs> for this episode. I've been anticipating uh, it. Yeah, so this is the, um, the sequel the part two. <laughs> postmortem. <laughs> yes, the postmortem. So it's a it's a breakup series, right? And obviously with breakups, there's a lot of different ways that we can come about it, right? So I think there probably will be more episodes on mm-hmm. breakups just because so it's, much it, stuff. It's, it's a lot. It's a <laughs> lot. But in this in this particular series, we're exploring it from, you know, before the breakup, like thinking about a breakup and thinking about doing that, and then post-breakup. Mm. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about the post-breakup or post-mortem, <laughs> as, we li- as I like to call it. And the reason why I call it a post-mortem is because relationships kind of have a life of their own. Yeah. I've always felt like they, they kind of do, right? They have a beginning, and then they have an end. And a lot of times when it ends, um, you're sad. <laughs> yeah. And you have to treat it kind of like a death. I mean, honestly. You really do. You really, really, really do. Um, because it's a, it's, it's, uh, it has a life of its own. You were, and, and here's the thing about that, right? So just, just right off the bat, when you're in a relationship, you're together, you're part of a unit. Mm-hmm. And when that ends, you no longer, you have to reevaluate your life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do? Yes. <laughs> yes, because now you're by yourself. Everything changes. Everything. Everything. Uh, your time, how you spend your time. The weekends are set. The weekends are <laughs> set. The, I mean, it's good and bad, right? Yeah. So now you don't have... So here's where I think things go bad or not bad, but sometimes if you have a really good connection, like even if it ended, um, let's just say they had deal breakers or uh, it could be you know, infidelity or you know that, that that's a deal breaker, but... But it wasn't all bad, mm. right? It wasn't all good either. But you still, there's certain parts, I'm sure, even in a bad relationship that you'll miss. Yeah, there's a reason why person. you were with them. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, but with that, you know, I, again, I wanted to explore like what happens afterwards, right? Mm. Because now it's like, okay, regardless of whether you've, uh, you broke up with somebody or they broke up with you, now you have to really explore some things. Mm. <laughs> Not least of which, not least of which is how to get past it and move on. I kind of feel um, whenever I have a a breakup, um, especially uh, so a divorce, right, which is not a breakup or it is, but it's it's on a it's on a much larger. It's a legal breakup. (laughs) It is very much a legal breakup for sure. Um, But whenever that happens, um, I remember giving myself a certain amount of time to grieve. Mm. And I said to myself, okay, this really sucks. <laughs> uh, because here's the thing, right? So when you're in a relationship, you tend to, humans live, and I always said this, humans live on three time zones, right? We live in the past, we live in the present, and we live in the future. Mm-hmm. And you and you have to be very careful where you're at, right? Because the past, you're going to reminisce, nostalgia, your brain can't help itself. It's going to think about things that happened in the past, and that's how you kind of navigate the present and then you can't discard the future either because again whatever you do now is going to set up your future so if you're with somebody now it's um you can kind of think like okay 
in the future, I'm going to be with this person too. Why would you think any otherwise? Especially if you're, if it's early on in your love mm-hmm. and everything's great. Like, oh, I can see myself with this person forever. And I love their breath in the morning. And oh, Lord. <laughs> And they're perfect. They leave the seat up, but that's okay. It's fine. It's cute. Um, and then after afterwards, you're like, oh, that future no longer exists. Yeah. And sometimes the future is as real as it could ever be. Like sometimes the future, when you imagine those things, it's more real than, you know, like something in front of you, something material. And I think that everybody has their own, like, I'm talking about like immediately once it happens, Everybody has their own ritual immediately. My ritual is I'd call my mom or my closest friend because I just have to say it out loud. Like it's almost like um, it's like, okay, this thing happened. I need to say it. So that's for me, that's what I do every time immediately afterwards. I can't just sit there by myself and think about it. No, and you know what? That's a shout out to all the people that have to listen to our sad, (laughs) sad, sad. Sad breakups. Like Not even present, just that. present company included. Yes. By the way, <laughs> we have we've leaned on each other a couple of times. Um, but I mean, it's not even just the initial part. But I mean, if you have a friend or whatever, like it could be months after, it could be years that yeah. some people mourn it, and you have to listen to it every time. But <laughs> immediately right after the breakup, it's like I just need to say it. I need to say this is what happened. Let me get it out there in the universe, and then yeah. I can start to. It is cathartic, yeah. Right, that's what it's meant for. And sometimes I don't know. The jury's still out because um, one train of thought is that you know talking about it helps get over it, yeah. And other people think, nah, it really doesn't. But as humans, I don't think we, uh, I don't think it really matters. I think we're gonna do it <laughs> whether it, whether it helps or not. It's it's just irrelevant at that point. I just want everybody to know. Just. That, <laughs> I'm heartbroken and it sucks <laughs> and I'm sorry and blah, blah, And actually, so, you know, with that, you always have to be careful, right? Because A, um, so the first thing I'm going to say is like when you have friends, like you have to be careful not to bring it up too much because the last thing that you want is constantly, because eventually they're going to get tired of it. Mm. You know, I'm thinking of the movie uh, 40-Year-Old Virgin where Paul Rudd's He's like, you got to get over it yeah, already. It's been he, like two years. Yeah, and he just couldn't get over it. And yeah. I think everybody knows somebody like yeah. that. And, and sometimes I tend to linger about things myself. I, I'm, I'm I'm guilty of that too. Or, do you think it's just, I mean, the obvious reason, I guess, is that person can't deal with what happened. Yeah. So it's like, I think as a friend hearing that, you would try to help them, give them the tools of like, this is how maybe some things of you can deal with it because just talking about it some it works for some people yeah. some people it doesn't sometimes sometimes you have to do other ritual things yeah you know? i remember i remember in the breakup i had a i had a buddy of mine and um and i relied on him quite a bit he was a really smart guy you know he's super intelligent he uh had a lot of relationships and whatever and this was before i met you and yeah, he, how dare you have another friend that you go to? <laughs> well, it was funny because I had asked him, you know, he he was he was around during my divorce. So mm-hmm. he knew, he witnessed, so he knew me when I was married and then he knew me when, you know, things started to go south, mm-hmm. then the divorce and he was he was through it all. And I remember asking him because he had lots of relationships like, "Dude, what can I do to get over this quicker?" Like faster, like how do I? How do I get I wanna, over it? You get under someone? Is that? Nah, what I, <laughs> you know, he gave me like uh, it was profound, but at the time I was like, huh? <laughs> but he said, "You just got to do it." <laughs> oh, that's all. 
That, 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 but you know what? That and and now I understand the wisdom because initially I was like, "Wait a minute, come on, you're smarter than that." That's all you got. That's all me. exactly. It's like that's all you have. But he was a, he's a very practical guy, mm-hmm. and I remember uh, he had also gave me advice about when a woman who's like because he had told me he had broken or um, his girlfriend had broken up with him, and he said, "Yeah, she broke up with me. She gave me the reasons, blah blah blah." And I was like, "Dude, like, are you devastated? Because you." He was, to, he was with her for like 10 years or something like oh, that. Wow. It was a long time. And I was like, dude, are you doing okay? Are you fine? Like, and he was like, I was like, are you going to try to get her back? Or like, what's going on? And he was just like, look, Jose, when a woman's done with you, she's done with you. There's mm-hmm. nothing you can do. There's nothing you can say to get her back. And so, you, you know, if they give you walking papers, you just say, okay, you know, I appreciate it, and then you move on. Can I say the caveat to that? Because I've experienced this myself. It depends on how it ends. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Because sure, I've given sure. people second chances before, yeah. even when there was a period of time, you know what I mean, extended period of time in between. Right. So it's not impossible, but it depends on how it ends and what the relationship is yeah. after that. Well, and you know what? The interesting thing about that was is that because that's the approach that he took. And so they broke it off and that was it. And he didn't beg her back and he didn't try to stick with her or anything like that. He was just like, okay, I respect it. They were broken up for about like two or three months and then she came back. See? <laughs> it happened. And I think, I think with that, um, I think that's the best approach is like when you're like an adult about it and be like, okay, fine. You kind of leave off with it. Like you said, it depends on why the breakup. If it's an right. infidelity, even then. Yeah. But depending on how you break up, if you're adults about it, if you don't whine about it, if you don't like go overboard or go, you know, cuckoo bananas about it, there's still an op- there's still a chance that it might. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that you should try, but I'm just saying it's more of a possibility than if I beg you, like, please don't leave me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Please. Banging on your door in the yes, middle of the night. Exactly. But, you know, that that leads me to to my next thing, right? It's like, okay, what do you do now, right? Because mm. the temptation now is you want to pull up their Facebook page. Mm. You want to look at their what Instagram. Their they Snapchat. Yes. And and you almost like if it's a, if there was another person involved, you just kind of like, are yeah. they seeing somebody? Because the last thing, and I don't know why we do that, right? Because we're really hurting ourselves. It's like, torture. <laughs> yes. Why would you want to see your ex doing well? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to see their exes doing well, especially shortly after a breakup. It's one thing. Maybe if you it's hope been... that you'll see them and they're really they're doing bad, and you're like, "See, it's because you left me. That's why your life is in the, <laughs> the toilet." Best thing in your life. Look at you now, ha ha. No, but you know, honestly, that is the best revenge. I mean, and, and revenge being the, um, you know, I'm using that loosely, right? Mm. Because obviously revenge is not a good idea. Yeah, you're not doing anything. It's just like, I'm going to live my life and better myself. Yep. And then if they ever come in contact with you or see you and you're doing great, it does feel sweet. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you're doing well for yourself, if you've taken care of yourself, a lot of self-love. So one of the nice things about being broken up is that now you have time to be by yourself and mm. kind of work on the things that you want to work yeah. Right. Without without sounding too hokey. Right. I don't want to come off as too hokey. Let's do the hokey pokey. But, <laughs> and you turn yourself around. But I will say this. I think when when there is a breakup, there is a temptation to immediately 
uh, go for the rebound and oh, try to get sure. into another relationship. We've all been there. I think that's a mistake. Yeah. I think that's but a we, mistake. But we'll still do, we still do I, it. I know, I know a lot of people that do it. I yeah. know a lot of people that do it because it's hard being yeah. by yourself. You it have is. to you have to come to terms with who you are. Yeah. And, um, and if you like who you are, then great. But if there are things that you want to improve, that's a hard look at yourself. Yeah, but even if you're okay with yourself, it's because you're you just had this horrible breakup, so you're sad. Right. So it's not even just that when you go look for a rebound, it doesn't always mean that you're not happy with yourself. It's just that you're grieving and you're like, right. what can I do to just make it better? Go away, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're like, looking for an instant relief yeah. for sure. And I can tell you right now, whenever, um, whenever I've been out dating, right, and going on the dating apps, it never failed. It, 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 you almost start categorizing women, right? Depending mm-hmm. on when you have the first date and you have conversations, one of the things that comes up is, okay, have you ever been married? In most cases, they have been. And then the follow-up question to that, and this is very important, is how long has it been since you've been divorced? Mm-hmm. If they're fresh out the gate, let's say it's been three I months. I just left the courthouse. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Those women, I'm telling you, be careful. Because what if they were separated for like a year or two years and then it's just final? Like then you have to talk about is it like legally final or no, no, no. That part yet. <laughs> Hold on, that's a different topic. <laughs> I've I've been with women that that um that I dated and 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 where we live at, there is no legal separation. Yeah. You're married until you're not. <laughs> Well, let's just say for whatever reason, because we're here in Texas that, you know, you're right. We don't have to have that. But let's say that the divorce lingers, not because you're trying to get back to it. They're like, I don't, whatever the reason is, yeah. let's say that it is a year and then you finally sign the papers, but you've already had a year to deal with it, to cope with it. So right. again, you have to think about, is it like you just ended it, like actually, well, or yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So I've been in situations where they were like, "Yeah, we've been separated for you know a year, right?" But that's mm-hmm. okay. So we live in Texas, and Texas says they have this uh, what they call a cool off period, which means that when you file for divorce, you have to wait 90 days before it finalizes. <laughs> cool off, cool off, cool off. You got three <laughs> months to cool off, brother. You hot here? Yeah, like hold up. <laughs> Are you sure you want to do this? Are you sure? Because once sure? you sign, you can't sign back. You're done, son. You're done. No, but. But that's what I'm saying. And so they give you that time. Now, I've also known people that, you know, quote unquote, like we're not officially divorced, but Mm. we haven't been together for like two years. Mm. For me, again, that's another red flag because it's like, no, you're not. Exactly. You can make the, and I've heard every excuse, you know, financially it doesn't make sense and because of the kids (laughs) and because we have this and because we have that. And it's like, that's all fine and dandy. But just understand, how do you plan on having a life with somebody else if you're still married to somebody? Yeah. Like you're you're technically married. You're you're dating a married person. <laughs> and there's no other way to look at it. So I guess it would vary from state to state. You know, like if you're in a state that you have to wait like a year. Like yeah. some states have that. I can tell you for me, whenever I got a divorce, um, I, uh, you know, she we had already agreed that we were gonna we we're gonna end the marriage. Um, she was okay with dating and after we had decided that I was not so I had to wait until after even the 90 days I still didn't feel right about dating until after the paperwork was signed and was stamped and as soon as it was stamped by the judge and it said okay (laughs) Uh you're done bang that gavel exactly (laughs) as soon as that was done then I was like okay now I can date yeah now I pass no judgment 
if I'm not saying that it's wrong if you do it that I'm just saying for me yeah. I needed that chapter of my life to be closed before I can move on to the next chapter of my life mm. but what I will say is that if you if it's been let's say three months even if they've been separated but they just got legally divorced a month or two months ago it's a rebound yeah. now with rebounds uh, what I learned, because again, you know, I was married for 15 years and was together with her for 17 years. So it was a long time. You know, I dated back in the 90s. And then afterwards, you know, uh, I started dating back in the 2000s. But what I will say is that eventually I saw a pattern with women that had just gotten out of a bad marriage mm -hmm. or a bad relationship. Doesn't have to be a marriage. It could be like they broke up with their boyfriend a month ago. Yeah. They are looking and not not always, but it just seems like it always worked out this way. They were really just looking to just get over it. Yeah. Right? And they just needed another guy to help them along with yeah. it. And so I was happy being that guy for a while. But the problem is that if you wanted to build a, a serious relationship with them, you can't. So there was women that, that again, they just, you know, I guess you could at least say that they were using me. But they were, right? They were just trying to get over it. And I liked them. But, but at the end of the day, it's like we had fun. And they were like, yeah, like. It, they figured out really fast that it didn't work. And so it was better to not even get attached to, to women like that because they really weren't ready, especially yeah. if they talk about their exes a lot. That's that's yeah. another that's another tough but one. But I will say that it's not 100% because I know people yeah. that have stayed with a rebound for years and years. I mean, it, sometimes it does work out. You're right, typically it wouldn't. Yeah. But sometimes... Um, maybe if that person is really understanding, you kind of talk through some things and then maybe you become okay with it and you can, guys can have a successful relationship. You can. It I just, happens. unfortunately, I never experienced that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it doesn't happen very often. We had our but, fun and it yeah. was, it was fun. Now, I will say the benefit of that is that again, you have lots of fun. You have lots and lots of fun because they're, you know, you know, again, after a breakup, you're sad. It's it's a it's a post mortem, and sometimes they're just looking for a little joy. They just want a, 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 a not a distraction, but you know, they just don't want to think about it anymore. Yeah, and they just want to have fun. So you have fun dates, you go out, you drink, you have you know. Unfortunately, and this is why I say that it's very rare that it works out, is because you really all that is fun, but until you deal with it, you yeah. really won't be able to move forward. Yeah. Like it's a distraction, fair enough. But all you really have done is put a uh, press pause on that emotion. Yeah, but we that. can't say for sure how long it takes a person to grieve and no. get over it because everyone's going to be different. Yeah. And it's going to base, be based on the relationship too. So like if I have a 10-year relationship and I take we break up and then it's a month and then I start dating, who's to say that that's not enough time for me? Right, right, right. That's you what I'm saying. So whenever... Whenever I broke up, I was just kind of like, okay, I'm going to give myself, and I forgot how much I gave myself, I think like three months or whatever. It's like, okay, do all your crying, mm -hmm. do all your sad songs, which is the next thing I wanted to talk <laughs> okay. about, right? So when you've broken up, you have to deal with it because you're sad. And I want to say um, that it's okay to be sad. Mm -hmm. It's okay to deal with all the emotions that are going to come at you. And there's going to be quite a few that yeah. are going to hit you. In my experience, it's best to meet those emotions head on, yeah. right? You, there's a little bit of self-love and self-care that you need to have. But with that, you know, you listen to the sad songs. So you just want to cry it all out, get all the tears out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. mostly. Because one thing that I think men, and I don't know if women do this, I'm sure they do, right? They're human. But you tend to, you say, oh, I'm okay. I'm all right. Yeah, don't worry about it. Because somebody, and most people, just like a, like a death, 
you say, hey, so-and-so and I broke up and you're like, oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. I'm fine. Yeah. It's okay. You know, it, it was it was amicable. It was, it was okay. <laughs> and you're not. And why would you do that? I mean, I get it. You want to put a strong face and stiff upper lip and all that jazz, but you have to, you're human. It's going to hurt. It's okay to be sad. Uh, it's okay to cry it out. What, what I understood back then was that, okay, you can do that, but you can't live in that space. Yeah. It's okay, you can deal with it, but you can't stay in that emotion or else. And I've known people that have never really recuperated from a divorce yeah. or whatever. And they sometimes, you know, they're wonderful people and they could probably find somebody else. But because they just haven't been able to let it go, yeah. maybe they're in denial or maybe they think they're eventually going to get back together or, you know, who knows. Yeah. But nevertheless, they haven't dealt with it. They don't move forward. And you see them and sometimes you want to set them up with people like, hey, you know, like, yeah. why don't you go out? And they're like, no, I'm good. No, yeah. I'm all right. <laughs> like, I don't want to do anything. And it's just like, but like you said, everybody is different and everybody takes a time. But for me, I was trying to be very practical about it and be like, okay, give yourself three months, be sad, veg out, do all that. But then after that, then you start thinking about, okay, now it's time to move forward. Yeah. And and even when I did put that, it's not like I was like, okay, after three months, I'm shutting it off and like, okay, I'm good now. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> you, can, uh, you can prolong it if you need to. <laughs> you can. But but the point was you need to shift into the next phase, yeah. right? Like anything else. Like phase one, be sad. Phase two, start thinking about improving yourself. Start looking at that. And that's why I think being alone is a really good thing. Because you can face your demons. Mm -hmm. Again, I think like drugs and alcohol, all of those things are a distraction. We all know that now. And sometimes dating and rebound people mm -hmm. are also a distraction. But yeah. at the end of the day, when you come back home, you still have to deal with that emotion. When you sober up, you still have to deal with everything. Yeah. So the sooner you deal with that, the sooner you'll be able to, to move on. But I love listening to sad songs. I still like, because I like a good cry. There's nothing wrong with a good cry. A good cry, oh my gosh. Is, that, is it bad to say that I just love crying no, sometimes? No, it's not. A good cry is the best. <laughs> it's the best. I don't know how many guys would agree with you. I, they, they would agree with me. They might not admit it. Oh, okay. But a good cry I mean, look, I, I've listened to, and I know this isn't breakup, but just, just to give you an example of a song that would always get me teared up would be like Cats in the Cradle because mm. I'm, a, I'm a father and I have a son and it's like you're always worried about messing things up. So you, I listen to that song. I start like, oh, my son, I love him so much. I'm sorry. But it's what I'm saying. So like there's another one. So there's another song that I really, really, really like. It's a Garth Brooks song called The Dance. I don't know if you've ever heard it before. No. It's a wonderful song. It's so wonderful. Let me tell you why it's so wonderful. Just, just real quick, if you if you don't mind indulging me, because the dance is it's, it talks about a dance where he meets this woman at a dance, and they have a wonderful dance, and how he felt just that feeling that you get when you meet that person, where everything you just you're so um, what is it? You're so moved and you're so Cloud inspired. Nine. Yes, like there's everything is perfect, but like anything else, it ends. Mm -hmm. And so in the song, they talk about the dance and how wonderful and how he felt like a king and how he felt just on top of the world. And then it ended. Mm -hmm. And what I like about the song is that at the very end, he says, knowing everything that I know now, I'm glad that I didn't know how it was going to end. Because if I knew, I might have not gone through with it all the way. Mm -hmm. And I've always like, dang, Garth Brooks. <laughs> Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you think about how how hard a breakup is on you. 
right? How deep and how how just emotionally charged that is. And the the uh, the you, you tend to incline to think like, well, I wish I would have never met that person in my whole life. Like after like this heartbreak is just so hard on me that it would have been better if I just never met that person. And what he was saying is like, that's not really how you should look at it. Right? Yeah, because the truth of the matter is, is that a lot of breakups make us better people. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, okay, yeah. these are the things I need to work on. You, Most people will reflect after a breakup and they typically are positive. But you're right in the sense of the song. Like, if you think back to relationships you had when you see how it ended, you may want to say that. Be like, oh, yeah. I wish I never, whatever. I but I honestly, never you wouldn't be the person that you are now or in your next relationship if you didn't go through that. Right. Is It is important. Right. And just like, uh, again, a relationship being a death, and we've talked about this, uh, you know, before, is that when you grow as a person, a part of you needs to die off. Yeah. That's just how it works. It, and, and with everything, right? When you're learning a new thing or when you're behaving differently or you're trying something new, you have to say goodbye to the old, mm -hmm. whatever that old was, and move forward with whatever that is. And it is a death. And so it's mm -hmm. not just relationships, it's anything. It's I would say that I'm a much different person now than I was when I was in my 20s mm -hmm. or in my teens or, or even in my 30s for that matter. Mm -hmm. Part of that was a death and I miss that, which is nostalgia. It's like, man, <laughs> you know what it's like back in the days going to the club and mm, mm, mm. obviously we don't, I can't do that anymore. And I don't know if I don't I think mean, you, you do could. That. I mean, you could, but it'd be sad. <laughs> it's like, look, look at, at that grandpa over there. Dad over there. <laughs> I'm drinking a cranberry. Not even a cranberry vodka, just a cranberry. It's like a prune juice. <laughs> Got to keep yourself regular. It's good for the digestive system. But yeah, but yeah so, you know, I, I love that song. And every time I hear it, I just, I, I can't like, I was like, yeah, man, because yeah, it sucks. But sometimes, and you do learn things about yourself, right? Mm -hmm. So another thing that you learn about yourself is you know what you can tolerate and what you can't tolerate. Yeah. So you learn some new deal breakers, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think with every relationship that I've relationship that I've been in, I've learned something new about myself. Yeah, like in every single one of them, it hurt. It was very painful, but I've learned a few things. Yeah. So, I will say, just for me, the best part about a breakup, and I, some women will understand, and you can either be there's two kinds of people: people that lose weight, people that gain weight. <laughs> I'm a lose weight person. So, am I. so it's like <laughs> in all of that tragedy, it's like, well, I lost 10 pounds. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, I know what that's like. Let me tell you something. This is horrible, but it was to that end what you were talking about. Uh, you know, when I found out that, that I was done, right, with, with, with my ex wife or whatever, I couldn't eat literally for like a week. I didn't eat, yeah. which is uh, not a good idea. <laughs> No, it's not. But it's not like I planned on being like fasting yeah. or anything like that. But here's the interesting thing about that is when you don't eat, you can't think of anything else other than food. And that's nice because all whatever emotions, forget about that. <laughs> Your body is like, I don't care yeah. what emotional trauma you've gone through. We are hungry. Yeah. We are hungry. And that's all you think about. So it was still somewhat of a distraction for mm -hmm. me. What was funny is I remember um, I knew that when I started eating again that I couldn't eat like a solid food. So yeah. I decided, let me go get some soup. I went to a Mediterranean place and got like a vegetable soup. And I thought that's probably <laughs> going to be the easiest way to ease back into, uh -huh. you know, 
eating again. And I remember eating it and it was the best soup that I had ever tasted in my life, by <laughs> like the way. Like you were eating for the first time it ever. Wonder- it was so delicious. And it was vegetables. I'm a meat yeah. eater. So it was just like, it was so delicious. But I do remember as soon as I finished that bowl of soup, all the emotions just came rushing yeah. back. Like almost like a wave of like, hey, remember yeah. this? Your heartbreak and all these. Other- I was like, oh, man. I 100% but it, agree. But it, it catapulted the, the losing of the weight. Because yeah. after that, I started, like, I couldn't just go straight eating fast food or yeah. vegging out. I had to slowly. So I'd lost a good, I don't know, maybe 10 pounds yeah. just within that. It's just, time. for me, it's part of my grieving process. It's just like, I just want to grieve and, like, it's going to suck for, like, a week or two and then I can come out of it. But I'm just, that is a positive for me. For the people who eat as a way to do it, and I feel sorry for those people because it's like you gain, you already feel terrible, you're upset, and now you've just gained 10 to 20 pounds, and then that's not going to make you feel just, good. Yeah, that just makes things <laughs> like, worse. Dang it, why it did I? But yeah, I mean, that's and one I think, positive. I think even on the rebound part, right, um, when when people get out of relationships, let's say you were the person that was dumped, mm-hmm. right, there is that sense of rejection, so yeah. I can kind of see that, like, if, if you're a guy or a girl and let's say, you know, you were, you know, they gave you a walk of papers, you were dumped, you want to feel desired again because yeah. you just felt rejected. So I can understand where when it comes to a rebound, you're like, I don't, I just want somebody to desire me. Yeah, you're in the gym while the gym people are single. You know, <laughs> if you're, if you're like, you know, um, a healthy weight. You're right. probably in a healthy relationship because, I mean, when you're in a relationship, yeah. you go out a lot, you know, you eat together. I mean, yeah, like, it's yeah. fun. And so, like, nobody wants to eat alone, yeah. you know. So, yeah, if you see me and I'm plump, that means I'm in a happy relationship. <laughs> <laughs> like, ooh, if I'm emaciated, then it's like, I'm yeah. sad. I just had a breakup. <laughs> when did you break up? But no, but, like, especially if, uh, if somebody's been dumped boy, both male or female, but... Uh, I would have, I don't know if one, one handles it different than the other, but let's say you were a female and you were dumped and he dumped you for another woman, let's mm. say somebody younger or something like that. And you were with this guy for, you know, 20 years and all of a sudden he found somebody younger and dumped you. I can totally understand how like, that's a hard blow. I mean, not least yeah. of which the relationship's over, but then just as an, as your ego, like dang, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, what am I supposed to do? Cause it's, it's hard. I can't compete with a 20 year old dude. Yeah. I just can't. I have better credit than he does. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't live at home with my parents. Yeah. My car is paid off. Yeah. You got some things. Yeah. So, and I don't live out the trunk of my car. But but, but the point being is like, so in me personally, I, I enjoy um, a mature woman. I love a, a, a nice mature woman. So when they come out of the gate, I'm like, no, you're, you're, you're a knockout. You know, I'm sad that, you know, your, your man, unfortunately was wasn't smart enough to identify that but yeah i'll take it (laughs) i think that is a hard thing that both sexes do is always comparing themselves when they see the person that your ex is with now oh yeah it's just a natural reaction you can't help it if you look better then you feel great (laughs) you know you're like yeah this was up but yeah the alternative it's it's tough it's tough and i and i feel like sometimes uh well you know back then i don't do it so much now so now you know, if if I were to 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 date or whatever, um, I don't think I would. I don't. I don't. If they're on a rebound like that, I don't think I would want to do that because there. I know that there. 
most likely in a very vulnerable spot. Yeah. And I don't like to take advantage of that. That's just uh, because, you know, again, it's it's hard. It's traumatic. It, yeah. And it is a trauma for that matter. If you're looking at it as a postmortem, it's traumatic. So yeah. Relationships, are, especially if you were blindsided and didn't see it coming. Yeah. And then like, I, I don't know, the, the big deal for me is seeing them for the first time after the breakup and it doesn't really mm. matter if it's a week, a month or what, like however, in person or like, yeah, on like social you, media or something. No, no. You see them out somewhere. Let's say, you know, you live, I don't know, you live in the area and you frequent this bar or the, the, your local Walmart, I, whatever. I, and you see them that first time. Go the other way. I'm, that hasn't happened to me yet. Oh, I try to avoid, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to see an ex. For me, if it it yeah. really is a you're death. A Trader it's, Joe's, you got a bag, I mean, you got a cart full of stuff and you're yeah. like, screw this, I'm leaving. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, but yeah, it's, for me, that's a big deal because it's like, regardless of how it ended, and it's not that I don't want to see them because I still want to be with them. It's just that part is dead. It's done. Yeah. I don't want to revisit it at all. Yeah. So I really don't want to see them. Yeah. Willie Nelson has a great song about that. <laughs> he does, he does. And actually, I listen to both Spanish and, and uh, English music. And so Willie Nelson has one. I think it's called uh, Good to See You Again or something like that. And that's oh. how it starts out. It's like, hello there. Yeah, I, I don't, it's not good to see you for me. I don't <laughs> like to, no. <laughs> that's how he starts out. It's good to see you. <laughs> okay. No. I, even, I don't know. I mean, like, if they tried to come up and talk to me, like, I would be polite, but it's like, I just... I don't know. Like for me, when a breakup happens, like it's over. That part is not that it never existed, but it's like you it's don't sad. really exist to me anymore. Let me anymore. ask you this because I I, okay. I I would imagine women get this more than guys. But when they come crawling back, how good does that feel? <laughs> it depends. <laughs> sometimes it's satisfying. Sometimes you're like, it's annoying. It depends. You know what I mean? Like. I've had my fair share of, um, I hate to use this word, but stalker ex-boyfriends and some people it's, it's really not good. It's like, I don't want that at all. It just depends, um, <laughs> on how it ended, who it was, what the relationship was like. But, um, yeah, sometimes but doesn't it feel good though. Doesn't it feel good knowing that they watch you back like they screwed up, especially if they're the ones that initiated the breakup and now they're like, Hey, it can be. <laughs> It can be because it's like, mm, you had your chance. Sorry. Um, but like I said, sometimes if you ain't it's, never getting this again. <laughs> um, <laughs> but sometimes, like I said, if they're too aggressive with it, yeah, yeah, it's, no, no. it's I pretty. Get uh, sure, yeah. Sure. Yeah. You don't want them like posting outside your house in the car. It's happened to me <sighs> multiple oh times. Gosh. We're going to do our own episode on, on stalker ex-boyfriends, oh. but. Man, um, do you, what do you do? You just call the cops or what do you do in that situation? I mean, you can. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wouldn't recommend anyone do that at all. Like, it's no, just not good. Don't no. drive by your ex's house. Don't do none of that. Like, <sighs> Well, it's different, right? It's a double standard because guys, obviously, they're stalkers. And if a woman does it, she's just, you know, Fatal following attraction. up on you. Yeah. <laughs> Following up with you, making sure you're okay. I don't know. Like, it's not that. Oh, is that how guys see it? Well, because. Just check and make sure I'm okay. Well, because it's, it's um, uh, you know, the reality of it is, is it's more dangerous. Men can be dangerous, especially if they're emotionally charged. You don't know what they're going to do. A woman typically, and this is not, you know, by all means uh, uh, across the board for everything, but 
typically, typically they're not, we're not violent, violent or right. anything like that, right? They might, you know, throw eggs at your house or, <laughs> or something like yeah. that, or they might do little silly things like that. But I mean, it's not going to get to a point where it's too physical unless, you know, of course there's something else going on. But I, but. Yeah. I will say that women typically though are more likely to meddle in the guy's new relationship. You know mm. what I mean? Trying to like stir mm. up the pot a little bit. You How know what I mean? How would they do that though? Even like in social media? Because they don't want to see that guy happy. No, but I mean like. It, it, it like, could be that. It could be, um, you know, I've, I've had my boyfriend's exes call me and pretend that they were with them like the night before, like that kind of stuff. Like, oh, well, yeah. He oh. was with me last night. Women are more likely oh, to do that kind of stuff, sliding yeah. into their DMs or like, yeah, um, he's been texting me, so even if it's not true. The, right. The, the next, I'm not saying guys don't do that, but it's more typical for the women to do that kind of vindictive stuff yeah, because you don't it's. Do that. Yeah, no, do no, do it's that. not, it's not good. But I know it's everybody handles it differently, but that's yeah, it's bad. But I mean, that's happened do. to me of like women who couldn't deal with it, even if their breakup was long prior. I've had crazy their exes trying to like meddle and stuff, or I don't know, man. You know what though? But it, it, I'm just gonna play devil's advocate, right? Okay. And I don't know any of these women or whatever, but I'm just thinking like. Because you're a very attractive woman. And so being the other woman that got, let's say, let's say it didn't work out. Maybe he broke up with her and then seeing you, that's got to hurt. I personally don't like looking up my ex's new boyfriends yeah. because it's just going to make me feel bad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so I wouldn't, I, I don't do that to myself. Like I know myself well enough to know don't do that because I can tell you I've been left for many a guy. Mm. and they're usually taller than I, more fit than I, and certain things like that, and I don't want to do that to myself. Well, I wouldn't want to see who my ex ended up with either. Me personally, yeah. I... It's horrible. I don't want to see, even if... Now, after time, I, I don't care, but yeah, freshly, I mean, I, no, I don't Yeah, see but I mean, even way after, like, I just don't care. Like, if you're happy, cool, but, like, I don't need to seek out your ex or your new girlfriend, or, like, I just don't care. Yeah. I don't want to see it, and like I said, it's dead, it's done. I don't want to... You know, you know, at one time I broke up with this one girl. Um, I'm trying to think of why I broke up or why we ended the, the relationship. She was very nice. Um, but for some reason we broke up. Anywho, I remember I broke up and go, again, typical guy. I was like, oh, man, I, you know, I, I miss certain aspects mm, about her. So, yeah. And it was only like a month or something, but I, or maybe it was two, but I hit her up and I was like, hey, you know, how's it going, blah, blah, and. And uh, she immediately told me, like, no, I'm already with somebody. And that guy had, like, moved in with her and stuff. Mm. And I was like, holy crap. And supposedly they met after we broke up. Mm. But that was moving really, really fast. Yeah. And, and she explained, like, yeah, we met shortly after we broke up. And um, he's living with me. And I was like, oh, okay. So time went on. I think it's been, like, two or three years. And, you know, when that happened, I saw their Facebook. They updated their Facebook profile. <laughs> like, like they were together. They brought their kids together, all this other stuff. And if you look at them now, they are not together. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't always I work I was just out. like, why would you? Like that was too fast. I'm not saying that like um, she didn't have enough time to to think about it. She yeah. she genuinely sounded happy. Like, I, And I was glad for her. I was like, yeah, I mean, I don't want you. Like if you moved on, great. And I never talked to her again. But I saw her on Facebook. And then, like I said, I looked at it. 
and I don't know, maybe it's like a year or two later and they weren't together anymore. Yeah. So maybe yeah. he was a squatter. I don't know. <laughs> he, just needed, he just needed a place to stay. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I've seen exes on social media. You know, it comes across people you may know and blah, blah, blah and whatever. But like I said, depending on how it ended, how the relationship was, sometimes I can be happy for that person. It's like, yeah. you know, if they update their profile photo and it's like, okay, sure. I'm glad that they found someone. I'm yeah. not seeking it out. But I mean, if it pops up, sometimes you're okay with it. Sometimes it does hit hard. If you don't want to see it or, you know, it's just like. Sometimes though, and I will say this, um, especially with Facebook, any social media, I really don't believe the hype. Yeah. I When I see couples posting pictures together, unless they've been together for like quite a long time, I kind of, because A, I know what she's like. <laughs> like, bro, you don't know what you got into. Well, I'm just saying like, I. It's almost like they're trying to make it a point to show this face, yeah. right? To show you what they want to show I've you. I've moved on first or whatever. Yeah. It's not like, the like look at me, I'm happy. Sometimes. And it's like, if you're genuinely happy, you don't go around telling people. It's like saying, you, hey, I'm smart. <laughs> I'm smart. I'm really, really smart. It's like, if you really are, you don't really need to tell yeah. anybody that you're smart. But, you know, that's that's how I kind of equate it. Yeah, I agree. I, and then... But, it's hard too because some people really like to put their life on social media. I do not. Yeah. I I keep a lot of things private and it has nothing to do with flexing or anything like that. It's just that's who I am. But some people maybe they're not doing it on purpose. Maybe it's just they like to put their life out there. Yeah. You yeah, know, for sure. You, you never but, really know, but yeah, I think with social media in general, I mean like don't believe just because of a picture. You have no idea what's no, going on in the relationship. No. Yeah, period. You, you really don't. And there's people that I know that they're relationships aren't happy or not they're not good or whatever and and i see pictures and you would never tell from the pictures that they post it's like no you guys were fighting just yesterday now you're happy again so what would you do if you saw an ex does it depend on how you broke up and all that stuff too or like what if you saw for the first time your ex somewhere let's say you guys lived kind of in the same neighborhood you saw her at the grocery store would you walk up to her and say hey how's it going would you avoid what would you do? Mm, that's a good question. The only person that I have to see that to my ex is my ex-wife. And I just have to see her. Um, but if if I had my choice, I would never see any of my exes ever, <laughs> ever again. But to answer your question, if I ran into that situation or that scenario, I would hope that I'm a bigger man and at least make uh, idle conversation if she wanted it, right? So if, if I see him, I might say hi If if they wave back I might you know what I mean but let's yeah. say they were in the same aisle and she's coming down one way and I'm going down the other Oof. I might be like hey how you doing and and they might be you know we're adults so then she might be like oh I'm doing fine blah I wouldn't have too long a conversation with them and I would eventually be like well it's good seeing you and see you later I've been in that situation of going down an aisle with an ex and let me tell you I averted my eyes and just pretended I didn't wow. see that person really I don't want to have that I'm, I'm not trying to sound immature. It's just that I just don't care. I just don't want to even pretend to be nice and all that stupid. Jeez. Like, can I, can I, you know what? This is a perfect opportunity. I wrote down a okay. lyric from a song. Okay. And that what you just said <laughs> okay. just resonates with me. Let me see if I can find it. Give me one second. Okay. It's a song by Celeste and it's called Strange. And by the way, because um, I heard it on Ted Lasso. So I started watching mm-hmm. Ted Lasso and just FYI. And I totally forgot because I started rewatching the series or the, the yeah, the, the series. It all started from a breakup. Mm-hmm. The whole chain of events. It was she got 
the guy divorced her and then she wanted to, it was a revenge thing and that's how the whole Ted Lasso thing. But anyways, the, the lyric is, isn't it strange how people can change from strangers to friends, friends into lovers and strangers again? Yeah. <laughs> because this guy that you walked past, y'all were once, you know. Yeah. You know, you were lovers and now you're not. And so the fact that you could be like, I don't know who you are. I'm just going to keep on walking. It just feels, I don't know. It's, it's almost like I don't want to be fake in any aspect of my life. And for oh, me, no, but for the me social to norm, pretend, though? for me to pretend to have that idle conversation or like, Hey, how's it going? Like to me, that just seems fake. Cause I know I don't want to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. So I'm really hard on like i just don't want to be fake and that's my stance Can I ask you this were you looking extra good that day when you went to the grocery store or like oh you, i don't know were you all decked out you had your no. high heels on no i wouldn't like be like that at the grocery store you might i don't know you, 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 you dress up pretty well so <laughs> yeah but i'm no i don't think it was like that i mean okay. i don't really think i thought about that it was just more of like because like if you were in your sweatpants it'd be like oh this dude yeah there i guess there is a difference if you were looking really bad right then you're like but i still even if i was looking bomb i would mm. not i don't want to have that i just i don't know i remember uh and this may be about a little bit too personal but um my my mother and my father divorced a long time ago and i never knew him but there was a time when they did see each other again this was Years and years, it had to have been at least, oh my goodness, 20, 30 years or something, something mm-hmm. like that, that they that they hadn't seen each other. And I remember seeing my mom and she knew that he was going to be there too. And I remember her getting extra decked out. <laughs> yeah. They didn't talk, but I knew her and I know that that's, that's how, and that's where I got it from. Yeah. And her thing has always been like, hey, your best revenge is to do as well as you can. A lot of women would yeah. be like, let me put on my best mm-hmm. dress. Which is weird. Right, kind of, or no? It's. I get the mentality of it is weird because it's like, why do you care? Yeah, but there's something about <laughs> like, like you said that the revenge thing is like, if you see them, let's say that your mom didn't, she just showed up looking bad. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe your dad would be like, oh yeah, I didn't miss out on anything. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of reasons it could be, but like. Yeah, there's something in that. But. Uh, but, you know, for that reason, well, not for that reason, but but uh, but you just never know. So whenever I go out, I try my best, you know, today not included, to look <laughs> as good as I can. But, you know, for me, I like wearing Hawaiian shirts. Well, we I'm pretty sure you won't see your ex here at this no, location. No, 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 absolutely, absolutely. But, you know, if I went to the store and stuff, I would. Because yeah. I wear, you know, whenever we record, I try to wear Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> and I, Because I, cause I, it's fun. It's happy or whatever. But. Yeah. But yeah, if I was out and about and let's say she was with her dude and they were looking good and I was just dressed in a like Hawaiian this. Shirt? Yeah, and I'm in a Hawaiian shirt and be like, oh man, come Why did on. I wear that? Exactly. But you know, if I'm if I'm looking sharp, I got my blazer on, my button up, got my, you know, I'm looking good, haircut, freshly yeah. shaved. Like Yeah, yeah it would what's put up? a little swag in my step, but I still wouldn't talk to them no matter what <laughs> I looked like. I, I just still wouldn't. Is there anything that uh, that you've thought about? You yeah, know, I'm just thinking like, you know, like let's say that in, you don't even have to be living together. Let's just say that you go over to your house or their house a lot and you have things there. Let's say for whatever reason you ended it somewhere else. Mm. The giving of the things back, 
I, I mean, again, I think it depends on how it ends. But like for me, mm. I would just say, leave it on my doorstep. Just mm. tell me when you're going to be there. Just leave it there, whatever. And I would mm. do the same. I don't want to meet. It goes again with I don't want to. It's dead. Come on. Let's I don't want to. No, it's just. <laughs> I mean, do you think, what's the norm? Is it like you meet in a specific location to trade things? Do you go back over there and have that last conversation, you know, about the relationship to get the stuff back? How do you prefer it? You know, I had two situations like that. One was minor. Um, she had given me, uh, I think it was like a cup or something. And it was a gift. And I remember after... Um, you know, I ended it. She was like, I want it back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I thought wow. this was a gift. Yeah. She thought about it and she eventually texted me back and said, no, you're right. It's yours. You can keep it, blah, blah, blah. And then I had another situation where there was a lot of stuff of hers over at my place. And so I had to coordinate that. I didn't want to see her either. Mm-hmm. So, but I figured, okay, I, now I have to take it over to her. I didn't want her coming over. So I just figured I'll take it over to her place. So I coordinated and be like, okay, when can I take this over? And I can drop it off, blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, I put everything together. And, and I there was probably stuff that I still needed. You know, afterwards, I was kind of going through things, trying to figure it out. But, but yeah, I, I agree. I don't want to see them. There's really yeah. no reason to, to, to. There really is no reason to, for us to talk. Yeah. Well, Al- although, I don't know. <laughs> now that you think about it. Now that I think about it, there have been times when, uh, you know, I've broken up with somebody or they broke up with me, whatever. The relationship ended and then you know how it goes. It's mm-hmm. late at night. You're not doing anything. It didn't end like super bad. Yeah. And maybe the relationship itself was more uh, physical anyways mm-hmm. to begin with. You're like, hey, what you doing? Yeah. <laughs> you send that text message and they're like, nothing. And, and for the person receiving that message, we all know what the code is. We know what that means. It's what like, you're doing? It just means what are you doing? Mm, yeah. As women, I, I would say I think say it's we the know. timing. If you get it at 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> Even if it was 3 p.m., I don't know. I mean, it could be. Like, or 3 p.m. 3 p.m. Well, let's. So if it's at 3 p.m., that you're drunk texting, which is not advisable. Well. I and think I've some done people that try to times. like dip their toe in a little bit. It's, I don't know, like, I don't think that I've ever, I can't say that I've ever done that, you know, like trying to reach back out. I wish I had never done that. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people regret it. But uh, what about like if you guys have um, like specific things to your relationship? Like let's say you have a restaurant that it was like y'all's restaurant. Oh, yeah. Would you go back by yourself with someone else. It doesn't matter, whatever. Yeah. But like, how do you feel about um, certain places or, you know, vacation spots or whatever? Are you, well, I, for me, it would depend on how it ended, I guess. But like, I'm not that nostalgic about restaurants or places or whatever. It's like, well, I, that doesn't mean anything. If I like the place, I like the place. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, honestly, for me, it... it um that did hit home for mm-hmm. me. So, um, you know, I was cheated on and we had vacation place that, that we'd like to go vacation at. And after, you know, after everything happened or whatever was revealed and the infidelity and so forth, I haven't been back to that place. Yeah. And I don't know if that's just coincidental or if it's, uh, like or if it was a mental, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I do plan on going back. It's just, I just haven't. 
So now I can't quite figure out like, if I prolonged it because I, I'm not ready to go back because yeah. that was our spot. And I would say like, especially in that situation, mm-hmm. that's a tricky one, right? Yeah. Especially infidelity, right? Because that's where it hurts because there are certain spots and certain places that you go um, together and that mm-hmm. was your spot. I don't know. I, I I typically don't frequent those places anymore. Yeah. I I find a new spot. But I mean, we live in Dallas, so like, yeah. There's plenty of places we can go. Yeah. And there's probably more <laughs> likelihood if you go back to that spot that you would maybe run into them. Maybe. So I have had a situation where um, a ex and I had a specific spot that we went to, and it had been maybe like two years after the breakup. I went there with a girlfriend of mine, mm. and he happened to go there too, saw me. I didn't see him. He saw me. Mm. Did you and run the other way? <laughs> well, I, I guess, but he had contacted me later on through mail actually oh, and mentioned. Mail. Yeah. Snail mail? Yeah. You I wrote kinda, a letter? Yeah. I kind of liked oh it. My. I thought it was sweet. No, I, I it's it's a lost art, but yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, snail mail. Maybe he should have done that while you were together. I think, but. no, this person <laughs> knew me and knew that like a text, it wouldn't have been the same. It wouldn't have resonated with me. Yeah. And so he had mentioned like, I saw you and I knew exactly what night because I went there with my girlfriend. And so like, I don't know, but like I said, I'm not that like nostalgic about places. So it's like, I can still go there and maybe I may think of them for a hot second, but it's not like places are off limits to me, yeah. but you could, like I said, if you guys really liked a certain restaurant, yeah. if you go there a lot, you may see that person, yeah, you yeah. know? And I'll, I'll, I'll kind of take it from a different angle here, right? Because in the previous one, we were talking about how it would impact mutual acquaintances. Mm. That could be a thing too. So if yeah. you have mutual friends... It's hard because let's say you're having a conversation with them and all of a sudden they mention the other person and now you're like, oh gosh. And then of course you have to resist the urge of saying, well, how are they doing or what's going on there, right? Because you really shouldn't be asking that question. But if they They brought it up, that's what I'm saying. Now what do you do? Because you're like, oh gosh, I don't want to hear. I mean, (laughs) maybe secretly you hope that they're doing bad. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, like you Did could he, also like lose a leg or something. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but yeah. um, you know, I was thinking, and I know this is a TV show, but like on Friends, like when Ross and Rachel broke up, you know, they're mutual friends, and they also obviously the sibling part, mm. Monica, right? Yeah. But it's like having to see, and they ended it. It was a horrible breakup. Yeah. He he did. He says they were on a break, but he basically nice. cheated on her. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like if you are really close friends. And you can, and you guys both don't want to give that. I mean, you may be forced to be in those social situations yeah. with, you know. Yeah. And it's here's the thing: um, every breakup is different, right? Because I've known people that have dated and then became friends afterwards. Yeah, and that's unique. Yeah, right. Because I don't know, like uh, again, you know, with 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 my ex, I don't. I'm. I have to see her because of the kids, yeah. but I don't know that I would ever hang out with her outside of anything relating to the children. Yeah. So I don't know. Even though we started out as friends, I don't yeah. know that I could ever be like, oh, let's go catch a movie together. It would have to be a situation where you both don't have romantic feelings, but you also maybe still like each other as friends. Like, because, you know what I mean? Like, like, well, I want to say that maybe you and your ex aren't friends, right? Yeah. But you guys don't have romantic feelings for each other. So you can see her and it's okay, yeah. but it's not like you're seeking it out. But maybe you end things and there's no romantic feelings, but you still enjoy them as a friend. Maybe yeah. you could 
Yeah. There's there's women that I thought I could do that with and yeah. be friends with them afterwards, but then realized really quickly that I can't because they would turn physical really fast. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've had a lot of guy friends of mine say that maybe they've tried that and then yeah. it's like their emotional feelings comes back almost immediately and it's just like no i can't be friends with you i thought i could and when people break up and they say let's be friends i'm sorry but that is the most ridiculous thing we could still be friends we could still be buddies i hate it's like we're not gonna be friends like don't even say it you never know we're gonna be buddies no we'll be fine i think people just say it out of habit or they feel like it's a polite thing to say but like i have never said can we be friends Never, because I know that's not going to happen. I think, again, that's what I'm saying. It de- it depends. It really, really depends. It depends on how long you were together, how many feelings you had, mm-hmm. those types of things, um, whether it was physical. That's what I'm saying. There are certain um, uh, exes that I've had that I thought, oh, we could be friends, but then it got physical really, really fast mm-hmm. because I wasn't emotionally attached to them anymore, but I still found them attractive. So it was like, mm. And obviously they did too. So I was like, oh yeah, that didn't work. I guess we can't be friends. Yeah. Not because we hate each other, but quite the opposite. Like we still want to, you know, do the dirty deed kind of thing. Yeah. And so, you, you know, yeah, it's, it's tricky. But, um, yeah, I, I just think that there's a lot to unpack and maybe we could have later on another breakup, you know, yeah. part of this. But I mean, there, you know, every breakup is different. Everybody is going to be different and. I, mean, I think more than anything, honestly, I think whenever uh, even a, a tragedy, there's always an opportunity, right? So sometimes you can't control the events or the things that happen to you. Yeah. Right? You really can't. But how you handle it afterwards uh, can make all the difference in the world. So that's what I'm saying. I think with a breakup, even though it's very difficult and I don't, you know, I, I know it's not fun. The silver lining might be that they have time to grow. They yeah. have time to reflect a little bit. They can work on themselves. They can improve themselves. It's difficult. It's extremely difficult because I know that the loneliness will set in. Yeah. Being part of a group or not group, excuse me, being in a partnership like that, right? I think people, everybody wants to be part of something bigger than themselves. And mm-hmm. a relationship is just that because you're a partner. It's like you're like we're together. It's us, 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 right? Now all of a sudden it's just you, right? And yeah. when that happens... Uh, loneliness can set in. You might want to replace it as quickly as possible, but you really need the time to to really think and reflect on everything that's happened before you move on. Because you can do it without it, mm-hmm. but you have to be very careful not to get yourself hurt. Because yeah. people, unfortunately, will sometimes prey on the vulnerable. Yeah. yeah. But it really can be, like you said, even in the losing weight, even if it started from a breakup, <laughs> That's a good thing. It's if, if 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 you turn that around and say, okay, you know what? Instead of focusing so much on the relationship, now I have a hundred percent of the time now to reflect on myself. Yeah. And so, where I used to do all these things for this person and made sure that they ate, made sure that they took care of themselves, now I can make sure that I take care of myself. Yeah. And I can show that self that that same love, that self love to myself, right, and make myself better. And I think. If you do that, I think you will attract the likewise yeah. because just like vulnerability will attract the vultures yeah, and the wolves. Yeah, people can sense it. Yes. It's the same thing when you're happy yeah. and you're doing well and you're vibrant. People will gravitate yeah, towards you. Yeah, they're like, I want a piece of that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's a... T- <laughs> 
Maybe don't say it like that. No, but you know what I mean. I'm not talking about, you know what I mean. Yeah. But, not, but you know, it's like, um, I want that, whatever that is, whatever, you know, yeah. that they're, they're, they're radiant, right? They're, yeah. they're just full of life and happy and fun. And I want some of that. I don't know yeah. what's going on, but I, I want that. Whereas again, the vultures, if they're, if you're down and out and you're sad yeah. and they'll come in. Yeah. Don't put a target on your back if you can, you know, possibly do that. But yeah. yeah. But yeah, I think we can eventually, you know, go into a different, uh, a totally <laughs> different yeah. angle when it comes to breakups. But, you know, breakups are hard. Um, and I, like I said, you know, we might come at it with a different angle because there's, there's a lot to unpack, I'm sure. Yeah. Right. It's not always, we're not always be able to cover everything. Anywho, great conversation. Yes. Yes. And um, <laughs> as always, you know, we, we encourage people to, to listen, to rate our show. Uh, if you have a breakup story, so long as it's not too tragic, <laughs> we'd love to hear about it or just your experience in general. Um, please uh, email us at uh, here's the thing 214 at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to hear it. Subscribe if you like it. Tell a friend if you can. But, uh, but yeah, hopefully you enjoyed it. Yes. All right. <laughs> uh, until next time. Okay, bye. All right, bye.